I said astigmatism in my soul. Hey, yo, man, this the podcast with soul. Yeah. So, what's up? Stigmatism, man, what's up? Mm. Do anything. Okay. What is it, man? Stigmatism in my soul. Okay. You got it, man? Yo, what's up, y'all? What's going on, man? 5.52 p.m., February 16, 2022. Man, here we go. What's going on? Um, was getting ready to get out of here, man. I was going to make a few moves, but I said, well, let me take care of this first. Um, what I can do, what I have to do later on can wait. I've dedicated myself to putting my all into my platform, and um, so what I'm going to do, I may, if I got time to do it later, I'm going to do it. If not, um, we're just going to keep on doing what we're doing. Yo, shout out to everybody that's watching from around the world. Hit that like button when you come in. If you're listening to this on Spotify, I want to thank you for uh, downloading this episode on Spotify. If you're listening on Google Podcasts or on Anchor Podcasts, I appreciate you. So I was talking to, um, I did a mentorship session uh, tonight, man, and I was talking with a guy and, um, you know, we had a real deep conversation, this older dude, about my age, and, you know, we were talking about a few things and what we, 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 we never said this, but when I got off the call with him, I was reflecting on what we spoke about. And if anybody wants to do a one-on-one session with me over the phone or FaceTime, send me an email at thepodcastwithsoul at gmail.com with your phone number. I'll call you. We can set it up. And I thought about it, you know, when I got off the call and, you know, we were talking about different things as far as life is concerned, but we never mentioned these two words, but... When I thought about it, I said, yo, we was talking about just being aggressive, you know, being aggressive and and acting upon life instead of letting life act on you. And I looked up aggressive, right? And there's a couple of definitions, but the one I'm pretty much talking about is it says pursuing one's aims and interests forcefully. Sometimes unduly so. Pursuing one's aims and interests forcefully. And that's that's the angle I want to talk about, man. You know, and I want to speak about being aggressive from, not from the perspective of being uh, disrespectful, um, Violent. That's not that's not where I'm coming from. All those although those are ways to exhibit aggression and to be aggressive, that's not what I'm talking about. The way I'm talking about it is 
looking at you, looking at yourself, and looking at your life, and looking at where you are, and asking yourself, all right, here I am, here I am. This ain't where I want to be. I want to be over there, or I want to be over here, or I want to be up there, or I want to be around over there. And once you decide where it is that you want to be, I mean, man, once you really make the decision and decide like where you want to be, taking the necessary steps, taking the necessary steps in order to move you in that direction of where you want to go, your end game, move you closer to your end game, and get you on the path to your end game. And when I think about being aggressive, right, I think about like taking something, right, or, you know, bullying yourself, bullying myself some way, physically, verbally, emotionally, mentally, but I'm dealing with, man, you know, once I, once I figure out where I want to go, once I figure out where I'm going to end up, because I got to make my mind up where I'm going to end up, and once I figure out where I want to end up, right, I take an assessment of me and I don't cut no slack on me. I don't cut me no slack. I don't let me slide on nothing. I'm looking at everything that I do that's contrary to where I want to go. I identify everything that I do, my thoughts, my behaviors, I'm looking at everything I do that doesn't coalesce and jive with where I'm trying to go. You understand? And then I'm dealing with that shit. With me. With me. This is before I get out into my outer world, right? I got to get my inner world right. This is before I get off into the outer world. This is before I get off into that. I'm dealing with my inner world. Yo, Sean, man, what? look at this right here, man. What you doing right here? This is corny, man. This is a waste of time right here. Why do you respond to things like that right there, Sean? Why? Let's understand that. And once I discover these things, right, I be aggressive in eradicating them from my world, from my life.
cold turkey. Cold turkey. Ain't no, oh, by the weekend or Tuesday or Thursday, I'm going to start. I'm going to start on Sunday, Sunday morning. Nah, nah. We got to get this shit going right now. Immediately. Time is of the essence. There's no time to waste. You don't know how long you're going to be here, and I don't know how long I'm going to be here. We may not get to live our end game. Check me out. Let's talk. Let's talk for real. But that being said, we're going to perform and we're going to execute and we're going to strategize and we're going to plan and we're going to visualize seeing ourselves at our end game. I visualize myself at my end game. I know what my end game is. I visualize myself at my end game. And I'm aggressive with me. There's certain things that I don't do. There's certain behaviors that I don't partake in. Because they don't enhance, right, or strengthen my chance to get to my end game. I don't hang out on Friday nights. I don't do that. Nah. I don't hang out on Saturday nights. And now I'm an older cat, man. I'm an old man. I'm 53. Right? So I wouldn't be able to say this when if when I was in my 20s because that's what I did. I hung out every Friday night. I hung out every Saturday night. Sometimes I hung out every night. I don't do that anymore because I got a better understanding of organizing my mind, organizing my thoughts, organizing my soul, and therefore organizing my world. And I wonder if I could have achieved the level of concentration that I have now in my 20s. I wonder. Perhaps maybe if I was, I believe I could, if I was introduced to someone like myself who had some experience in life, if I was introduced to them in my 20s and I was able to daily hear them and you know, had the opportunity to talk to him or whatever the case may be, I think I could have continued to live a life of a young man and experience what young men, young men experience, but I think I would have curtailed and concentrated a little more than what I did. 
so I'm aggressive with my time. I'm aggressive with my time. I'm aggressive with my time. My time is money. My time is mine. And if I don't fuck off my time, I'm definitely not letting you fuck off my time. And when opportunity presents itself, you got to be aggressive. Good generals are like tigers. When they see opportunity, they seize it. Otherwise, they shut their doors. When opportunity comes your way, when opportunity comes your way, you got to move. You got to be aggressive. You got to move on it. Because those are signs that your inner desires, your inner vision, your inner wants, and your inner passion is in alignment with the moral universe, the moral law of the universe, the law of attraction. Hmm? The first principle in the Kabbalion, the principle of mentalism. The mind is all. The world is mental. And through my mind, I can shape my world and I can attract and bring things to me with the magnetic force and the magnetism inside of me. So when these opportunities present themselves, that is me. Because there is no such thing as chance. There's no such thing as chance. The Kabbalion tells us that chance is just another word for a law that's unrecognized. There's no such thing as chance. That when things present themselves and circumstances appear and come about, I, in and of myself, through the principle of cause and effect, have created that, that opportunity, that, that, that event, that circumstance. You got to be aggressive, man. You got to be aggressive, man. You can't be laying back, man, waiting and shit, man, on some old weak shit, man. It don't go like that. 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 I know they teach us and we were uh, social graces and things were 
who are beating into us. And and there's nothing wrong with any of that, with being respectful. I, you know, respect, I always lead out re with respect until I'm given disrespect. Then I take my respect back and I bring out my disrespect. So there's nothing wrong with being polite, right? And being in command of the social graces, but never, never forgetting that aggression always wins in every encounter, in every scenario, amongst all people, irrespective of title, place, location, time. I have to remind myself that I got to stay aggressive. Right? Even on days when I'm tired, when I don't get good sleep, and I wake up and see me knowing myself, I know that when I don't get proper sleep, like my temper is short, my patience is short, my tolerance is low, you know, and my attitude is fucked up. So I wake up and I say, Sean, why are you feeling like this? Mm. I only got four and a half, five hours sleep last night. All right, well, try not to get into any serious discussions about anything with business. Try not to, you know, just keep on the forefront of your mind that you haven't had a lot of sleep and you know how you get down when you haven't had a lot of sleep. And then I have to also tell myself, but we're still going to go and we're still going to live this day out, right? And this is an opportunity for me to conquer myself, right? That's tired, that's got low tolerance, that's impatient, that's got a bad attitude. And I mean, I, this is a time for me to conquer myself, that self, and say, so what? I'm going to consciously raise my game above that, above that subconscious level. That's that low level. But I'm going to raise my plane up on the conscious level. Right? And I'm going to perform today as if I had my seven, my normal seven, seven and a half hours. And then I worry about getting my sleep later on tonight. But don't let that be an excuse that you can't go out here and perform, right? Opportunity may present itself. I need to be aggressive. I need to stay aggressive. That's how I go. You know? And understanding, man, that, that my life is my own. You know, that my life is my own. And I need to be aggressive with my life, with, with what I allow to enter my mind, with who I allow to enter my life, what types of information I, I let go in my brain, what type of music and lyrics I let go in my mind. Because... They have the ability to impact me and to affect me. Yes, they do. Yes, they do.
So knowing that, I need to be careful with the types of conversations I have, with the types of music I listen to, the type of things I watch on TV. Right? The things I hear in the media, the propaganda, the whole thing that's going on. Right? And I need to shield myself and shield my mind and live in the world that I want to live in. Now you gotta now deal with me, man. Deal with me, man. Fuck with me, man. Don't think. Think rhetorically about what I'm saying, right? Think, don't think uh, I just said I make my world the world that I want to live in, right? And and think about that in this context, right? Don't think about I'm just going to shut the whole world out. No. I have to live in this world. I have to interact with other human beings, right? I got to get down from my crown. I got to get down there. I don't never let up on my setup, right? But see, I'm 53, right? So I lived through the 80s, through the 70s, through the 80s, through the 90s, up through the 2000s. And a whole new way of living has been introduced to the whole planet as of late, right? And I already know that I've lived longer as a free man vis-a-vis a human with restraint, right? So, so but I can't leave this world, right? I can't leave what's going on, right? This is here. And, but what I can do is make a decision to myself that like, yo, I'm gonna keep getting down the way that I got down my whole life, right? The younger generation are gonna be indoctrinated and shot with the mental poison, the mental anesthesia in their brain to accept and adopt and, and, and to, to adopt and accept this way of life. But I'm not going to be able to do it because I'm just, I'm an old man, right? I'm an older man, 53. So it's just certain things that I'm just going to be, I'm, I'm, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm getting down. Right, and let me say I also got to say, man, I, I look good too. So let me let me let me let me say that. Let me keep that in there. Um, so I have a way of life that I've been living for for a long period of time. So I'm gonna push back when you start trying to encroach. Stizzy, what up? When you start trying to encroach on something I've been doing for 40 years, so I have to shield my mind, I have to put, um, and I have to make a decision that 
and I know that I have a right to my life. That when I die, nobody's going to jump in to take my place. You know, nobody's going to want to check themselves in the game and say, Sean, let me take your position. No, you ain't. So that being the case, me having a right to my life and understanding that I'm the controller of my happiness and I'm the producer of my happiness, I'm the originator of my peace, I got to do what's comfortable for me. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's what me and my man was talking about earlier today, man. You know, just like dealing with dealing with reality, man. And um You know, if if you over 40, if you 40 years old, and you can maybe even say 35, if you 35 years old, Thirty-five to forty, you can you can say that with a high probability, you probably got more days behind you than you have in front of you to live. You've probably lived more days than you have in front of you, right? So if somebody's thirty-seven, thirty-seven times two is what seventy-four. All right, not everybody makes it to be that. Some people go above 74, but what about the quality of life, right? The quality of your youthful vigor. How many more years do you have the youthful vigor that is needed in order to effectuate, effect your destiny, right? To effect your vision, to realize your, your, your vision, right? Yeah, you could live to be 90. But probably from like 74 years old or 77 years old up to 90, they may be productive years or they may just be years where you just chilling, you know, where you don't have the, the ability to jump on a plane and fly across country, get off, conduct business, then go work out take five more phone calls and sit down and take emails and then do this and do that, you know, like you do when you're 42. When you're 42, you can do that. When you're 53 and you look as good as I do and you're as good a shape as I am, I can do that, which is the reason why I take care of my physical health is the way that I do. But when you're 78, 79, I don't know, I haven't been that age yet, but the probability is greater that you can't move and groove like that, like you can when you're 46. So I'm just trying to stress and drill home the point that time is of the essence in that when we look at when we look at our lives from that vantage point, that like, yo. I got more days behind me than I do in front of me that I'm living on borrowed time, right? That lets me know I got to get busy. I got to be aggressive. 
all of this nonsense I'm involved in, this fake-ass marriage, this fake-ass job, this fake-ass relationship, this fake-ass life. I'm tired of me being fake. I'm tired of me saying yeah when I want to say no. I'm tired of me being scared. I'm tired of me not going for my... When, 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 when I look at my life from that vantage point, it changes the whole perspective. It changes the whole image on what I'm doing and what I'm not doing. And then, what do I need to be aggressive at? Right? What do I need to be aggressive at? Right? I understand fully that I'm 53, right? 10 years, I'll be 63, right? 10 years, 120 months. That's a long time. And it's enough time for me. It's enough time. Keep taking care of my physical health. Keep working out. Keep eating clean. Keep sleeping seven hours a day. Keep minding my business. I ain't on no medication. Just keep taking myself, taking care of myself, staying young. And by 10 years from now, I should have, I should be there. I will be there. Then another 10 after that is what? 73. Check me out. See, my religion is reality. My religion is reality. I will expire one day, and so will you. What am I going to do? What are you going to do? What are we doing here? What is this all about? Is, is, my, life, if my, is my life really about this? this? This really is it? This ain't my idea. What are we going to do? That's why when opportunity comes, man, you got to get on top of it, man. You got to you got to grab it. When opportunity comes, you got to grab it, man. You know, and in some instances, you got to create your opportunity. You got to create your circumstance. Napoleon, a French military leader who's known in the annals of history, said that, to hell with circumstance. I create circumstance. 
meaning that he was aggressive. He seized opportunity when he saw it. He he went out and and made his world what he wanted it to be. But check check the thinking out. Check the thinking out as opposed to sitting back and saying, well, whatever happens, happens, man. You know, this is the way, this is the way uh God wanted it. Nah, no, it ain't. Don't, 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 don't blame that. Don't, don't put that on him. Don't blame that on him. Don't blame that on something else. You just lazy and you ain't shit and you scared and you live a frightened life. That's why your circumstance is what it is. That's why you haven't achieved what you want to achieve because you sat back and did nothing. You sat back and you procrastinated. You sat back and you were scared. You sat back and you waited. And opportunities came and they passed you by. And you know they did. Now you regret not taking advantage of them opportunities when they were there. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. And that's what my whole logo is about. That's what my whole brand is about, that fed look. I got that fed look. You see that thing spinning right there on the screen. I got that fed look. You see that logo on my shirt. You see that logo on my Instagram. You see that logo on my YouTube channel. You see that logo on my hat. I got that fed look is what it is. Because I developed that look one step above death it was inside of a prison. And if I didn't change, I could have ended up living a life of being a dead person, still physically existing like a lot of people in this world. Their soul is dead. Their mental game is dead. The only thing alive is just their physical body. But there's nothing going on. And these are usually the ones that are the most cynical, have the most hate. And a lot of the hate is, is self-hatred, but they project it out because... It's easier to blame somebody else than to blame yourself because when you blame yourself, that's when you start healing. When you start holding yourself accountable and constructively criticizing yourself, that's when you start healing. And that that whole that whole fed look, man, is just a mentality, man. Right on down to the image, that look on my face that's on that logo. It was, it's just a mindset that ain't nothing going to stop me. Nothing is able to stop me. Nothing. I've seen the worst. I've been at the lowest of the low. It's only up for here for me. And I fucked up big time. I put myself into this stupid ass shit. I put myself into this stupid ass circumstance I'm in. I got myself into this shit. 
and I'm sick and tired of being here. I'm sick and tired of feeling like this. I'm sick and tired of being involved in this. I'm sick and tired of these people. I'm sick and tired of this person. I'm sick and tired. And I, I got to get the fuck up out of here. And I'm going to. And my mind is made up. And if I got to shed every relationship that I'm in for my freedom, then that's what it's going to be. But I got that motherfucking fed look. I said astigmatism in my soul. And instead of me dying in that prison, like I saw a lot of brothers in there who was just dead, I came alive. I came alive, and it was from a mental perspective, man. I came alive from a from a spiritual perspective, man, and, and it just carried over to the physical. I, I, I came alive, and from the first day I got out, I ain't stopped yet. And I got out at the age of 47, and a lot of y'all listening to this video, and you're 27, and you're ready to quit. A lot of y'all 37, and you're ready to quit. Or done quit. I made an oath, man. I made an oath with me. I made an oath. I took an oath. I took an oath. I took an oath. And wasn't nobody there, wasn't no... No other human being there holding no Bible. Wasn't no other man there. Wasn't no other woman It wasn't nobody there but me. And I took an oath with me. And I said to myself, man, I'm going to make a comeback. And that's it. I said, Sean, you want to make a comeback? And Sean said, yeah, nigga, let's make a comeback. I said, I right, bet, nigga, let's do it. He said, let's go. I said, we out. Yeah. Uh. Jones up. Stigmatism, man. What's up? And from the day I got released up until now, y'all listening to me on this microphone and you watching me on this YouTube channel. I ain't never stopped. I'm not scared. I'm not on you. I can't be embarrassed. I can't be humiliated. None of that matters to me. I don't got time to uh, be selective about who I work with and what I do and how I manage my platform. I don't got that kind of time. A lot of y'all are so overly careful with your life, which is why you ain't going nowhere. You won't take no risks. You won't take no risks. You live in this careful-ass life, you wonder why there ain't nothing happening. You know, I don't got that kind of time. Somebody call me, want to collab with me. Somebody call me, want to buy a book and talk on the phone or do a mentorship session. Man, I'm with it. A lot of motherfuckers sit back and they seclude themselves and they put ropes and barbed wire fence and razor wire fence around their life and they only let certain people in and only do certain things. I don't got that kind of time. I'm 53, not 23. 
right? So, and then me having all of this business experience that I have, me knowing how to get down, me knowing that relationships are everything, me knowing that uh, collaborations bring more eyeballs to me and to the other party I'm collaborating with, me understanding that who somebody is on Monday don't necessarily mean who they're going to be next Friday. You don't know. A person may be some way on Tuesday, and then by next Saturday, they be done met somebody that then placed them in a life-changing position, and they no longer dropping fries at Burger King like they was last Tuesday. Now, he owned three franchises, and you dissed them last Friday. Green Crystal's on the Super Chat. I see you, Green. What you think about me is none of my business. I don't care. If what if I make my business what you think about me, I'm fucked up. I'm done. If I concern myself, if I become overly concerned with how you consider me, how you perceive me, how you feel about me, I'm finished. I'm finished. I'm finished. And I'm a motherfucking fool. Because let me tell you why. Because if I died, a goddamn was choking on a fishbone in front of you, you wouldn't even help me. But I've lived my life. Trying to get you. to accept me and approve me because what you thought of me was more important. Dumb. Dumb. And I've been there. I've been there. Man, I don't give a fuck about none of y'all, man. I don't got that kind of time, baby. I don't got that kind of time to play with y'all like that. And really, righteously thinking, ain't none of y'all better than me. I just feel that way. I think that way. I live that way. I have an aggressive mindset. I have a superior mindset. I have the mindset of a real man. And I don't goddamn think I I ain't it ain't no man that I done seen that I just think, oh, he just flat out better than me. I ain't met him yet. It's only one. Little Sean, my son, he the only one that got me beat. He way ahead of me. Way ahead of me. But nobody else. I don't got that kind of time to feel inferior. I don't got that kind of time to be afraid of you. I don't got that kind of time to goddamn be uh, um, concerned about what you're going to think. I don't got that kind of time to be concerned with if you're not going to like my idea. So what? Fuck it. I tried. I took a shot. I took a shot, I took a risk, I took a chance, I took a chance. I'm aggressive. I'm aggressive. And I've been like this my whole life, but the older that I get and the better that I get, I get more aggressive as I get older because I get bolder as I get older. Because I look better, you know, I think better, 
I don't drink. I don't get high. I don't do no drugs. I don't do no drugs, man. I don't take no drugs, man. Man, I don't take no drugs, man. I got to really be sick, man, to go get some Theraflu, man. I got to be, man, feeling bad. And I'll go get me some Theraflu, and I'll rock with that for a day. But I ain't been sick in like two, three years because I look too goddamn good. I'm in too good a shape, man. I'm in great shape, man. I'm in great physical shape, man. I got them. I'm excellent, excellent condition. Excellent. Excellent. So I don't got that kind of time. You understand? When opportunities present themselves to me, I'm all on it, man. I'm on it, man. I'm all on it, man. I'm stepping to it. As soon as it presents itself, I'm stepping to it. What can we do? What you want to do? What you got? This is what I do. What you do? Oh, you do that? All right. Well, I don't really do that, but maybe we might be able to do something like this right here. I don't, you never know. You never know. Because all it takes is for one person, all it takes is for that one right person to see you, right? My videos don't get a lot of views. They don't. But I don't need, what the hell is it? What if I put up a video and get 8 million views, but it's the wrong 8 million views? I may put up a video, it may get 26 views. But one of them views is that one person that's been waiting for the service and the product that I offer and that can put me in a position where I can change my life. Yeah. So it's the right view. It ain't how many people is, is it the right person? And I'm only going to know that by being aggressive. I'm only going to know that by taking risks. I'm only going to know that By just being oblivious to who's watching. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? They don't matter. Your opinion don't matter. My opinion matters more than your opinion. I've been stopped doing that. My opinion matters more than your opinion. Who cares? I'm not living my life in fear, man. I'm just not. You know, I got a relationship with me that's so tight. You know, I'm so tight with me, man. I'm so down with me because when I was all the way down, fucked up on my back, I was the only one that was there. I was the only one that was through for the whole movie. I was there. I was there for every scene. I was there for every scene when I was at my lowest. So that's why my commitment to me and my love affair with me is so deep.
Because like I said, I made that oath with me. Wasn't nobody else in the room. It was just me and me. And I walked it back. I walked it all the way back. Right? And these low points and these low moments in our life are necessary. You're not the only one. You're not the only one that's going through what you're going through. Fool them, devil. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. And you ain't the only one that done did that to yourself. You ain't the only one that done destroyed yourself because what you don't, what you going through, what you, where you at, you really put yourself there. If you really look at it, you played a huge part in you being where you at. You played a huge part. But you're not the only one. And anything that another man has done or should have done, you ought to be able to do. See, because there are no limits. There are no bounds, man. There are no limits. You know, there, there, there are no limits. The only limits is what I place on me, man. That's it. These are the only limits, man. Hit that like button for me, y'all. 63 likes in here, 58 y'all in the room. Put me on 75 likes. Let's get 12 more real quick. I'm going to upload this episode to my Spotify too, man. So make sure y'all download my Spotify app. Follow me on Spotify. Share this link with somebody. Share this link. And that's where we at, man. You know? Shout out to Green Crystals, man. MZ. Thank you for that super chat. Y'all better dig yourself. Y'all better dig yourself. Y'all better turn that TV off and dig yourself. Y'all better turn that music off and dig yourself. Y'all better get in the car and ride around, turn the radio off and dig yourself. And stop being scared to look at your reality and your underperformance. There's nothing wrong with recognizing your underperformance. That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. Hit the like button, man. It's a beautiful thing when you can recognize your underperformance, man. That's when you really start to have a good relationship with yourself and holding yourself accountable to your life. Man, I could be doing this here better than that, man. Man, I should be doing this better than that, man. And it's out here. 
The whole world is out here, man, for you. The whole world is out here. Self-examination is the key. The Phoenix flies, man. Always remember the story of the Phoenix. I'm going to give y'all this and I'm going to shut this down. The Phoenix is a legendary bird that lived in the Libyan desert for about 500 years. The ancient Egyptians, if you ever go to Egypt, you'll go to the pyramids. You'll see it in all the temples, the Temple of Karnak, the Temple of Luxor, the Valley of the Kings, the Valley of the Queens. You go down into Nubia, into Aswan, Abu Simbel. You go down into the Sudan, into Meroe, Napata, all of these ancient places, and you'll see this phoenix. It's a big bird. It'll be painted right on the side of the, the temple. And in the sun, it, the bird's claws has got its claws around the sun because the sun is located in the exact center of our solar system, making up 99% of our solar system, the sun. That's how big it is. And this bird, the phoenix, is stretched out with his wings stretched out and he's got his claws, his talons around the sun and it lived about 500 years in the Libyan desert and then it destroyed itself by fire on a pyre. It destroyed itself through its own act just like you did with your life, just like she did with her life, just like he did with his life just like they did with their life, just like them niggas did with their life, just like what they did with their life, and just like I did with my life. I destroyed my own life, and you did yours too. And the phoenix destroyed itself by fire, and from its own ashes, it put itself back together, and it rose again in youthful freshness to live another five or 600 years. Right? And it's a it's emblematic of the resurrection. It's emblematic of a resurgence in your life. It's emblematic of a rebirth. And I don't really know, but I can only conjecture that maybe with its talons around the sun, the sun does the exact same thing. The sun rises in the east. And, it, and it, it goes all the way up to 12 noon to when it's directly overhead. It, it rises up. It's born. In, it's born in the morning. It comes light. It goes up. It reaches its zenith, its peak, and then it begins to die. And by later on that afternoon, the sun sets or it gets dark and the world is dark, the sun dies, but it doesn't stop. The next day, it destroys itself and then it reborn and resurges the next day to live another day. So everything that's in the universe is inside of us, man. Don't never, don't never always include yourself with butterflies. Always include yourself 
with pigeons. Always include yourself with bees, with with everything, with fish, with this whole world, man. Don't let them get in your brain and try to make you think you somehow disconnected from that or you're above that. Impossible. You connected with the trees. You connected with the flowers. You connected with the grass. You connected with the water. Anytime you go near water, what you got to do, the first thing you go near some water, you got to piss because there's a connection on it. Shout out to everybody in the live chat, man. If you want to do a one-on-one session with me, man, send me an email at the podcast with soul at gmail.com. Go on my website, gumbypublishing.bigcartel.com. All three of my books are over there. Some shirts are over there. Support the platform. Follow me on my Patreon channel, the Patreon channel with Soul. Uh, what else? Follow me on Instagram, at Sean G. Hope everybody had a good time. And I'm going to holler at y'all later on, man. Stizzy, I see you, homeboy. Peace. Yeah. Uh. Sean, what's up? Stigmatism, man. What's up?